The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. On this uh, beautiful Friday afternoon, as we go heading into the weekend... Aaron, I kept thinking yesterday was Friday because it felt like a holiday. Same. <laughs> and I and I was had a rare, you know, we had a rare off afternoon. Although you were probably producing locally the uh, Rangers game, if I know you, but it just felt like, hey, this is the last day of the week. But we, you know, come to find out, there is there was a Friday. And part of that is the Rangers, people are wondering why the Rangers, now that they have an indoor park, why do they have to, indoor-outdoor, I should say, why do they have to still do the old thing where they leave a open day after open, you know, after the opener in case of a rainout or something? They had to do that for years, but they had an outdoor park, and obviously that's not the case anymore. Well, because they start, they wanted to, Major League Baseball wanted to have every team play on Thursday, and it was fun. I think it worked out nicely across the league, and uh, some good matchups. We had uh, the pitching clock, the pitching clock got, got somebody, I think that was Marcus Stroman for the, who is that, uh, who's Marcus Stroman with now, Aaron, the Brewers or somebody like that? Marcus Stroman. The clock got him, the pitch clock. But the reason the Rangers are off today is because they wanted to get every team playing yesterday, and some of the teams out there had to leave that open day like the Rangers used to. So, of course, you can't have everybody playing on Thursday and Friday because of that. And so the Rangers kind of somehow, from a scheduling standpoint, were caught up in that deal. And so their next game will be tomorrow. There can never be another rainout with the Rangers because they have a roof. And Aaron, it was kind of fun. Started the game yesterday. There's George W. Bush. There is uh, the governor. And uh, Governor Abbott, he's at home plate. And uh, uh, and then Nolan Ryan's out there. And I thought Nolan would be firing the pitch, but it was instead a lieutenant it was a uh, from the Texas Department of Public Safety. They had a bunch of guys that they were honoring and and, and women that uh, out there from the DPS, I believe, and they were all out there. Had the cowboy hats on. People, whoever I was with thought, "Hey, is that the Texas, the actual Texas Rangers?" And I don't think it was. I think it was a bunch of like DPS folks who um, all had their cowboy hats on, and they were. It was nice. They were kind of lining out the uh, the edge of the infield while the players stood up first base and, and uh, third base line while the players from both teams did that. And uh, Rangers get a win on opening day. But about the roof, Aaron, there we are, you know, early in the game. And I'm, I was glad that the roof was open and you had a little breeze and it looked beautiful out there. 
And then we went in. We had some seats that were connected to, oh, some free buffet. And Aaron, you can imagine I wanted to hit that. I wanted to hit it pretty hard. Had a lot of different options there. The, the pizza, the shrimp, the, the, the nachos. I had a bratwurst. Of course, I got a little bit of everything. I helped myself, too. Shout out to uh, my buddy Matt Threadgill for these seats and his wife Erin. Uh, big time. Threadgill's coming by in a big way. And my buddy Joe and my buddy Kyle, we all went out there and we had these incredible seats. And so, Aaron, after about two innings, we said, hey, let's go get something to eat. And so we went in and that course right there in like the third inning, I guess it was, third or fourth inning, third inning, Rangers give up five. DeGrom's just getting beat up left and right. And so after like three and two thirds, he was out of the game. So we see them fall down five to nothing while we're in at the buffet area, the first base club, I believe it was called. And then we decide to head back out and, and you know, hey, we may be leaving early, but let's still go enjoy these great seats and check it all out. And then, of course, fourth inning, Rangers put a nine spot. Now, interestingly, Aaron, by the time we got back out to our seats, the roof had been closed. They can do it quickly. They can do it really quickly. And it was, it was. I don't think it was raining hard, but it was raining. And so they got that roof closed. And I love, I love that because, like, at football games, NFL has some interesting rules where, you know, like, if you declare the game a open-air game, like, I, I don't think they can wait and close the roof. And maybe it's just such a big place that it takes longer. I'm not sure. But like in a baseball game, you could start it open air and then close the roof. So we went back out there. The roof is closed. The place takes on a whole different character and a whole different feeling with that indoors look. And you see a pop fly and you think, how in the world is that not going to hit the ceiling? I mean, that's kind of what you're thinking when you're sitting out there. Rangers put the nine spot on them and take a nine five lead and I think they got it one at one point of course they got it to like oh um nine to I can't remember exactly how it worked out I, I just know that in the end it was 11 to seven and here comes Leclerc Jose Leclerc coming in to to, to finish off the ball game all right, Aaron, some of the strangest um, closer music you've ever heard. Now, again, I, I'm i all for um, a Spanish song. I, I, I love it. It's great. That's great. But I, I'm thinking maybe something kind of peppy. Aaron, it was like some kind of Spanish love song. And it was like really sad and, and sappy. And I mean, just and it went on. And on and on. And that's what our buddy Jose Leclerc come, came into. You know, Aaron, what's that place last year that got so much attention? The walk-up music for the closer from the Mets? Mm-hmm. What is that called? You know, and then they now they play it at Baylor games. Now they play it like at every game. Dun, 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 dun. What is that called? Everybody, somebody will know on the text line. It's got a special name. And it really caught on. And then every once in a while, they'd actually bring the horn players out and let them do it live. 
Um, and it just sounds incredible. I almost want to hum it, but I just can't quite get it in my head right now. Um, but but yeah, yeah, that was uh, that's a good one. They, again, they play that. I hear them play it now at Baylor games and other games and college football games. They'll play that. If you know the name of that song, text us 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. I would like Aaron to play some of that at some point today. I kind of like that song. It got a little old because everybody was playing it, but now that baseball's back, I kind of want to hear it again. And the Mets closer, Aaron, what's the Mets closer's name? Can you think of his name? I can. I've been I can picture him, but I can't think of his name. Well, Aaron, I mean, paint the picture <laughs> for us. It's somebody like, it's not like Edwin Diaz, but it's somebody, uh, I could, if I thought long enough. Anyway, big time closer. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, no. Every yeah, it was I Edwin ever... Diaz. He's going to miss okay. the 2023 season, though. Oh, we don't get that music anymore? Oh, he was the uh, one that, that, uh, Tore his patella tendon during oh, the celebration no. in the World Baseball Classic. That's right. Oh my! So he gosh. will not. We will not be hearing his, his intro and his, seeing him come out of the bullpen this year for the Mets, which is kind of sad, actually. <laughs> I'm trying to see here, and it's got. It says, uh, "What is that called?" And then, and then, uh, Tim, and then Timmy Trumpet was playing it. Uh, okay, what's it? Oh, oh yeah, Narco. All right, yeah, it's it, the song is Narco by, I'm sure people were texting in, the Australian musician Timmy Trumpet and the Dutch DJ duo Blaster Jacks. And, and so that got that song tons of attention. Timmy Trumpet, though, that's great. I love, I love somebody named Timmy Trumpet. And that, that's called, the song is called Narco. Aaron, at some point today, not, we don't have to do it right now, but let's, go, let's come back with some Narco. Um, that, that's kind of the walk-on song. And I would say almost every university and every NFL team, a lot of people use that now. And that's that Edwin Diaz uh, song coming out of the bullpen uh, for opening day. Now, Aaron, I had something funny happen today. I was going to share with our folks. I know people, I think there's, a, I need to read the story. I think the Waco Trib's probably written something about it. Kim put the, put the signs up on 35. If you're shocked by this, you haven't really paid attention. Kim does not totally care, Kim Mulkey, what people think. And for whatever reason, she decided to put some, uh, a sign, an LSU sign, you know, up on the highway in Waco, an interstate. People are mad. People at Baylor think maybe, uh, I know some Baylor fans think it's kind of petty, and maybe it is. Maybe it is. But, um, again, we shouldn't be that surprised. And, and Kim's saying she's doing it because of, you know, having so many. still loves Baylor, still lives there in the offseason, still has a house in Waco. But for whatever reason, she did it. Aaron, almost jokingly, well, Total jokingly, I say to her today, knowing it's the game day, right, of uh, of the uh, Final Four. They play at 6 o'clock. LSU plays, Aaron, who's that, Virginia Tech, that they play at 6 o'clock tonight. 
And I said, hey, you want to grab lunch? You want to grab? I say to Kim, I just texted her, you want to grab lunch? Aaron, within about three or four minutes, I get a text back saying, meet me at the wing bucket across from the team hotel um, in 20 minutes. And that's how I came, Aaron, to be <laughs> sitting at lunch. And, uh, and boy, I got there, and they were in the middle of uh, ordering as I'm walking in. And uh, Kim and Johnny and people that followed the Baylor program for a long, long time, Johnny's been with Kim for a long, long time, and he's like the director of ops, director of everything, special assistant to Kim, and he's right there on the bench next to her during all these games. And so it was, it was uh, Aaron, I, I take off down there. I can't find a parking spot downtown. So I'm in town, of course, for the Final Four. I'm going to go watch some of that. And I can't find a spot, and I, I park in some kind of the, uh, at the, um, oh, the famous Adolphus Hotel in downtown Dallas. So – there we are, eating, Aaron, <laughs> hours before Ellis used to play in the Final Four, I'm with Kim at Wing Bucket. I know Baylor people probably think, well, Mosley, you know, Kim, we're mad at Kim. Listen, I think it's totally okay to for me to still be friends with Kim and to, at the same time, root like crazy for Nikki Collin in Baylor basketball. I'm always going to prioritize Baylor because it's where I went. And, you know, it's that's it, man. It's all Baylor. Like, if Baylor was playing Kim Mulkey, who do you think I would be rooting for? Baylor. All right? There's no, there's no like, you know, oh, Mosley's picking sides. No, 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 no. I'm always Baylor guy. But I don't think we have to completely stop liking Kim Mulkey because she left and went to LSU. Because the truth is, if you know the whole thing, she, you know, you can go back and forth on this thing. She had an opportunity. I think part of her really, really wanted to stay. I think probably there were some people at Baylor that were tired of her. She knows that. And I think they kind of were like, you know, if you need to go, go. And she decided, hey, I'm going to go. And I think everybody can move on with their lives now. But, uh, Aaron, you can imagine some of the looks as people walk into a place called the wing bucket in downtown Dallas, and we're I'm sitting in there eating with. So anyway, we we had a fun picture, and uh, and uh, and then Aaron, I think you've seen some of what she tweeted out about her, you know, her opinion on on her her you know the uh, radio personality, you know, in uh, in Waco. So it was very nice, and it was very it was good to be with uh kim and aaron as you've seen some people tweeting at me will you tell kim to stop being petty the, aaron do you think that would have been appropriate for me today to just just during lunch to tell kim okay hey, can you cut that out would can you funny. stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah Why yeah are you so, so petty <laughs> you're eating wings kim. that's right that's right <laughs> Aaron, you'll be proud of me. I was committed to my, as she, in right there in front of me, a whole plate, huge plate of fries and some of those boneless, what do you call those, Aaron, those tenders. Oh, some succulent tenders. And just, I just sat there and ate and drank a Diet Coke. I just, I held off. I held off. Um, 
I just it just looked like something I did not need to get into. But uh, good to be with Kim and and uh, oh, and then Aaron, I went across the street. Okay, so we do that. I go back across the street. I walk into the Adolphus. It's a neat old hotel in Dallas, and I realize I get a cup of coffee and sit down there to, to Aaron. I think I was going to call you, and of course, I think I actually was still down there when I called you earlier. But I, I go up into the lobby because it's just gorgeous old hotel lobby, and it's kind of fun to hang out. There's a fireplace, and there's all these gorgeous areas. And so I'm just sitting there. Of course, I've got my joggers on, the ball cap. I did not look like a guy that needed to be at the Adolphus. And then, Aaron, the South Carolina women started walking through, the the players. And so then I'm like, well, I wonder – Gosh, I'd be kind of fun to talk to Don Staley. And I saw some people that looked like coaches. I don't think I – I never saw Don. But I did see that famous player from South Carolina. Aaron, her name is Aaliyah Boston. Is that right? Aaliyah Boston. And then I saw yeah. Iowa fans. And, of course, Caitlin Clark is the famous player from Iowa. Aaron, did you realize that one of those games recently, the Elite Eight, the the one that Iowa was playing in, did you see the number it pulled? Did you see? I mean, like, it did it did a number for ESPN bigger than any ESPN NBA game this year. I mean, that's, that's great. And that's great for college women's basketball. And I know it's a special... You know, it's the Elite Eight. I mean, we're not talking about the NBA playoffs. But still, Aaron, think about that. We always think, well, women's basketball, you know, let's let's help them out. Let's talk about it more. Let's, you know, whatever. Let's try to get – Let's. they need more opportunities. Caitlin Clark in Iowa, whoever they were playing, Aaron, ends up pulling just a monster number for ESPN, the Elite Eight. And then, Aaron, I was looking at some numbers, like the top of the final four men and the final four women. When you look at social media and, like, Instagram and all that, like, there are the, – the women are just blowing the men away, like, in terms of their their social media followings. Like, the South Carolina players and the LSU and then, of course, Caitlin Clark from Iowa. Just blow – they just blow off. <laughs> I'm trying to think, Aaron, who in the final four men's is somebody because of San Diego State, FAU, Miami, and UConn. I mean, maybe Nigel Pack, Wong from Miami. There's maybe one or two UConn players we know. I mean, the women from a social media standpoint are just blowing them away. All right, fun show today. It's a short show. Um. And then uh, we do have Dave Barnett uh, at 5 o'clock today. Very famous um, college football voice over the years in basketball. And he used to be the voice of the Texas Rangers uh, baseball. And he's now the voice of University of North Texas. And they won a big, big game um, last night. We'll uh, we'll have him on at 5 o'clock. And then it'll be time for Baylor Baseball. We'll turn it over early today to get you ready for some Baylor baseball. All right, next, we'll uh, we'll react to that championship and then the big news that we've all known was happening. Texas Tech has a new basketball coach. All of that 
is next. It is now time for today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report, brought to you by Barnett Contracting. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, John Morris with today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report. Today, a look at the running back position, coached by one of the new members of Dave Aranda's staff. A.J. Stewart comes to Baylor from Oregon State. Previous coaching stops included Arizona, BYU, and Rice. It was at BYU where he coached with now Baylor offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes. Here is Baylor's new running backs coach, A.J. Stewart. I just think just a great opportunity to come down and um, have a new challenge. Uh, I've always respected, you know, what Coach Aranda has done here. Um, And obviously my past experience with Coach Grimes, you know, Mm -hmm. and knowing what he stands for um, from an offensive standpoint. Um, And so I just I knew it would be a really good fit. Um, How you do anything, how you how you do everything is is been my motto, you know, my personal motto as as a coach with my players for, for years now. And so day one, when I walk in and I see a big you know, PowerPoint that says that from Coach Aranda, it just it was confirmation that this is this is a great opportunity and a seamless fit. You know, from a um, from a cultural standpoint and just a personal philosophy. And, and so, uh, I think it was a great you know just it was a no brainer opportunity for me in this next step, um, and, and just having the comfort of knowing the guys that are, that are going to be in the building and, and believing already uh, in what they stood for was was a huge part of it. Stewart has the complete support of the running back room, including senior Quaylen Jones. He's a great guy. Um, when we be in meetings, you know, he give us drills to translate on the field. You know, everything like he talk about the small things. You know, the small things matter. So that's what he really like coaching us on. Because if we get the small things down, you know, it's going to be easier for us when we get in the game. It's just going to be good memory. Waylon Jones, one of the returnees in the running back room for the Bears, along with Jacoby Clark and last year's Big 12 Offensive Freshman of the Year, Richard Reese. Add to that group newcomer Dominic Richardson, a transfer from Oklahoma State who doesn't mind the competition for the carries. I love competition. I love competing against the best. Um, So knowing Richard, Richard Reese was here and he had a big season last season, I know I have to come here and compete and also be a teammate and also learn from him because he got a lot of skills I don't have as well, like the speed and all that. I feel like he's really elite with his speed and vision and all that great stuff. So like just learning from him as a young running back and being an older running back and setting examples for uh, the younger running backs and the older running backs as well. So like I just felt like I I I was ready to compete. That's Dominic Richardson who'll wear number 21 for the Bears after transferring from Oklahoma State. And that's today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report. Baylor will have their first scrimmage of the spring coming up tomorrow at McLean Stadium. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership, or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, 
paving and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you and your family. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. A nine run fourth inning helped the Texas Rangers to an 11 7 opening day win over the Philadelphia Phillies. Robbie Grossman and Brad Miller each homered in the game. A ninth inning home run by Jordan Alvarez got the Astros close, but they left the tying run on base and a 3 2 loss to the White Sox. Game two of that series tonight at 7 10. Baylor baseball is on the road this weekend at Kansas. You can hear all three games on ESPN. 
ESPN Central Texas. Tonight's game starts at 6, and Saturday's game has been moved to noon. Baylor softball is also playing Kansas this weekend with those games at Getterman Stadium. Tonight's first pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear those games on Cool 101.3 FM. And there's a pair of baseball and softball doubleheaders tomorrow at Mosque River Ballpark as MCC hosts North Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, it is the Matt Mosley show, and uh, boy, fun baseball day yesterday. We, of course, we had the game right here, the um, uh, Rangers affiliate. It's been a great Rangers affiliate for a lot of years. Some games occasionally we'll have on uh, one of our other stations, but we love running them, obviously, all those night games right here on ESPN Central Texas, and we were able to bring you the home opener, and... Aaron, one thing we didn't uh, mention was DeGrom, who I think we were all excited about. I saw a bunch of DeGrom jerseys out there, some jerseys. And DeGrom goes out there and gives up, what was his officially, Aaron, at least five runs. I think that was a close the book on him, five and three and two-thirds. And he got he got a little out of control. I mean, and what was crazy is there was no sign of it. He was overpowering in the first inning. Strikes out two of three, okay? Two strikeouts, and, I mean, the inning's over in a flash. Second inning, as I recall, pretty quick, pretty quick. Boy, third inning, ooh, and then the end of the fourth. It's 2-0 after three, and then he gets into that fourth inning, and he can't get out of it. And it's just crazy to have that kind of dominant stuff and and then it got to be about four nothing, and and Aaron, I don't know, what were, I don't know what the radio guys were saying because we'd gone in to look for some food at the game at that point. What was going on with Jonah Heim, the catchers, like the sound? I guess they they now have a deal where the pitcher and catcher can just talk to each other to kind of speed things up. What did they did they say, Aaron, as you were watching or listening to that yesterday, exactly what was going on? With um, with with the catchers, like, was it just not working, his earpiece, or did you hear? I, I, they talked about it for a minute, but they were speculating, too, and yeah. that's that's what they thought, too, that it just wasn't working. i tell you what, catchers over the years, you know, it's really interesting how ball players look different in this era in terms of just size. I could not believe yesterday how many guys, including the Rangers catcher, who's like 6'4", skinny, like really thin, did not look like most catchers look like over the years. There was a time in the 80s that we all thought, like, and of course the uh, steroid era hit, and everybody got jacked up, but we used to think every player should look about like George Brett, right? That's like at the standard. Every player kind of has that look. Occasionally you get a, a bigger guy or a tall guy or a tall pitcher, but the players kind of all were in that same um, size range. Aaron, everywhere I looked yesterday, the Phillies would have somebody that appeared to me to be about 6'5". And, I, and not just like we used to see huge power hitter types that were 6'4", 6'5", uh, 230, 
You know, you think of like Dave Kingman and some of Rob Deere, some of those old players. These guys are thin and in incredible shape. So we're talking like 6'4", 220, 6'4", 210. And they're out there playing. And so it's just a different, even short stops, man. Some of these guys are extremely tall. I mean, the Pirates have somebody here, and it's like a 6'7", shortstop. You know what I'm talking about. O'Neill Cruz, I think his name is. I, just, I, I don't know. Maybe that's weird, but I was just struck yesterday by players on both teams. And then occasionally you'd see by somebody up there like Robbie Grossman or even Brad, uh, Brad Miller didn't look that big. I mean, th- those outfielders, Aaron, that were kind of like the other day we're talking about, like, eh, I don't really know about their outfield, right? Brad Miller, Robbie Grossman, and I think Josh Smith out in left field. And then Bubba Thompson came in as a defensive replacement uh, late. And, of course, that was a great replacement because he saved a home run. He caught one right up against the wall. And, um, and, and so he's got great speed, and he's able to cover a lot of ground out in center field. But, Aaron, like the biggest hit of the game was that three-run homer. Well, that was – that, was that Grossman who hit that or Miller? Grossman pops one out of there. Grossman had a huge hit. Heim knocked in the first two runs. And then Grossman and Miller both had huge hits. And Miller poked one out. I guess both of them had home runs now that I'm thinking about it. Um, I guess I could actually, you know, have the box score in front of me might be nice. Uh, But um, Aaron Miller, who's I think a left-handed hitter, just pokes one out of there like it's nothing. I mean, this guy looks slight he looks like one of those old ball players i'm talking about that just for whatever reason is able to generate a lot of bat head speed and and brad miller just i mean literally he he didn't even hit it he didn't pull it he goes not i wouldn't say total oppo almost like the dead center and it, and it just i mean it got out to the deepest part of that place now what i don't i still don't have a great feel on this new park Globe Life Field, Aaron, whether it's it's going out of there better when it's open or closed, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's a dead wind. There's nothing blowing through there uh, when it's closed, and there's maybe a little more wind that it could pick up on, either blowing in or out. When you got the roof open, I need to look at that. But when we came back, sat down, and the thing was closed. Ball starts flying out of there. And, I mean, they were just – I mean, every time – and then they, finally the inning ended, not on an not on like a – the pitcher didn't do anything. Uh, Adolis Garcia slams one to the wall. I mean, just crushes a ball. Only thing stopping it was the wall. And and he, he gets thrown out going into second. And I think he may have come off the base. That's how the inning ended. The third out was, was – after nine runs, and uh, and then of course on that play, some a couple of runners had had already come in before he got thrown out at second. So the um, umpire they kind of looked at it. It is nice. I think the pitching clock's going to be nice, and the uh, the fact that the 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 replay or uh, is is really a lot faster. They, I mean, they wherever they are in New York or wherever they're hanging out, they just kind of get to it. 
and they and they rule on these things pretty quickly, kind of like you're seeing in in football now. There's there's some some ver- there's quicker reviews that are taking place now. the The pitch clock is pretty big out there if you're in the ballpark and you're watching. And Stroman, who got called, and, and people are wondering maybe, you know, what happens if you if you have a pitch clock violation? Well, you get an automatic ball, all right? And like in, the, in Stroman's case, he got called for one, and then the, the count, it was an automatic ball, and he ends up walking that hitter. And I think he may have come around to score. So Stroman was saying that, man, it, it really – like he can't quite get his breathing like he needs to and this and that and even going out to warm up he's racing out there between innings i think it's fine i mean i think it i think the pros far outweigh the cons and then Aaron from what i saw the um that was kind of crazy the the amount of games that took 3 hours of the 15 games, I think only four, and even though the Rangers was an 11-7 game, it only took like three hours and six minutes or three hours and four minutes. Only four of the games went over three hours. One of the games I saw, Aaron, went like literally like 2.08. So it, the, it, the pitch clock is weird, and I think fans are going to have a, a, take a minute to kind of get used to it but ultimately, it's a win-win for everybody. Nobody wants to see a bunch of timeouts and the pitcher asking for a new ball all the time and all that. Nobody needs that. So I would say it's going to end up cutting down on games by an average of five to ten minutes a game. That maybe I don't know. I, I don't have that in front of me. Of course, we only have one day to look at it. But I kind of think it'll be at least like 10 minutes difference uh, that you might be able to shave off. Aaron, if you see something different, you let me know. All right, it's Matt Mosley show. That's just the Mosley test. It's, Did you hear something, Aaron? Through spring training, it's cut out, cut out about 25 minutes a game. Wow. So it's been wow. pretty remarkable, and I, I love it. It, it yeah. makes it so much better to watch because, like you were talking about, pitchers aren't taking forever walking around behind the mound with a rosin bag and, Batters aren't stepping out every pitch. It, mm-hmm. It's just sped the game up and makes it even better. Wow. 25 minutes. Now, again, that's spring training, so we'll have to see during these actual games, which is a different environment. But uh, I, that shocks me that it was timing out that much quicker. 25 minutes. That You talk about there's no sport other than maybe college football that you could make that dramatic of a difference with. Um, or maybe like uh, if you started cutting a bunch of laps off a of NASCAR, <laughs> that might that might do the trick. Okay, we've got some Campus Confidential. And we got the women's Final Four starts tonight. Uh, the men's Final Four starts tomorrow. And then we've got some transfer portal stuff. Aaron loves the portal. And he's been peeking in there this morning. And uh, he'll tell us what's going on. That's next. Baylor, Big 12 softball. This weekend on 101.3 FM. 
Baylor softball home hosting Kansas this weekend at Gatterman Stadium. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at noon, all on 101.3 FM. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside Texas assistance, A&M, Texas such as A&M, when your vehicle won't start. You've locked yourself out of your vehicle or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. 24-month lease with 5,200 down for qualified buyers only. Lease and price and stock number 21047. 2.9% financing for qualified buyers only. See dealer for details. Dozens of 2023 Buick Envisions are on the lot and priced to move at Richard Carr Buick. Envision is a luxury SUV without the luxury price. Experience the quiet escape of a Buick Envision with a test drive today. Lease payments start at $269 a month or save $3,000 on purchase. Log on now or get here now and take home a new 2023 Buick Envision today from Richard Carr. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co. Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.com. Or call 254-756-1633. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hey guys, it's Tom of the ESPN Central Texas, and it's time for some grown-up conversation. Some of you take performance enhancers for the gym, for more energy, to grow your hair. So why not the bedroom? It's all about confidence. Confidence knowing that you're ready. Good news, help us here with chewables from BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew tablets can help men gain extra confidence when it's time. The process is simple. No doctor's appointments, no awkward conversations, and it's shipped right to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew is an online prescription service with licensed medical providers that will work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. And here's a special offer for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code 1660 at checkout and pay just $5 for shipping. That's promo code 1660. BlueChew.com. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. A nine-run fourth inning helped the Texas Rangers to an 11-7 opening day win over the Philadelphia Phillies. Robbie Grossman and Brad Miller each homered in the game. A ninth-inning home run by Jordan Alvarez got the Astros close, but they left the tying run on base in a 3-2 loss to the White Sox. Game two of that series tonight at 7-10. Baylor baseball is on the road this weekend at Kansas. You can hear all three games on ESPN Central Texas. Tonight's game starts at 6, and Saturday's game has been moved to noon. Baylor softball is also playing Kansas this weekend with those games at Getterman Stadium. Tonight's first pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear those games on Cool 101.3 FM. And there's a pair of baseball and softball doubleheaders tomorrow at Mosque River Ballpark as MCC hosts North Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley, and uh, congratulations to the Mean Green NIT uh, champions from last night. And we will hear from the voice of the Mean Green, Dave Barnett, will be on with us, known Dave forever, and a uh, great guy. And he called those games in Vegas and he'll be on with us to uh, uh, represent. We've got a lot of mean green people out there, UNT people in the audience, and you all know we had Grant McCaslin on the other day, the head coach. It has become official. He's the head coach. The uh, press conference will be Monday at Texas Tech now. So from the uh, Scott Drew staff, Aaron, um, and, and feel free, by the way, Aaron, if you want to get into any of that stuff Joey or anybody said about Grant, uh, please, by all means. But uh, – the uh, I, I I mean the whole the whole thing is uh, is just kind of interesting with with some of the comments today and, and quotes. But I I was just glad the UNT people could uh, really celebrate their championship. And I think Grant, you got to hand it to him. He finished strong and he poured everything he had into winning that NIT championship in Vegas. He never let the tech stuff become a distraction as much as it could have. And uh, that was great to have uh, Grant on two days ago, as well as former Baylor assistant Paul Mills. And then, Aaron, as I tweeted today, I thought you would like that. I mean, that makes three former Baylor assistants head coaches in the Big 12. All right. And uh, by the way, that's a good trivia question. I'm not even going to answer that one. The Schmaltz's trivia question of the week. There are now, counting Grant... There are three former Baylor assistants. Now, I did not say former Scott Drew assistants. There are three former Baylor assistants that are now head coaches in the Big 12 when you count Grant. If you can name those three that were all assistants at Baylor, uh, you get two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. My favorite sandwich shop, and uh, the owner, of course, is the great Nelson Rue, who's a great listener and a, a wonderful friend. All right, so you can, uh, if you know the answer to that, 254-662-1660. All right, Aaron, what's on your mind today? You talked about Grant McCaslin taking the Texas Tech job and it becoming official today, CBS 
Sports reporting that his contract is a six-year contract worth $18 million for the new Texas Tech Red Raiders head coach. That's interesting because the University of Texas did a five-year deal with Rodney Terry at about the same per, about $3 million per. And, and Tech has gone <clears throat> one step further with a, a six-year deal, $3 million a year. Aaron, how much of a raise is that over what he was making at UNT? Do you know? I think I can ballpark it. But does it any of the stuff you read, did it say what he was making at UNT? I did not see his okay. UNT salary. I think it was probably around six, five to 600 And he's now making $3 million a year. So it's a, it's a big, big jump. Now, I cannot tell you, I can't remember what Mark Adams was making, and obviously they would have paid Beard a lot to stay. Beard ended up getting $5 million a year at the University of Texas. Rodney Terry takes that job at $3 million a year. Now, people say, well, man, what's that? Well, I mean, Beard was coming off having taken Texas Tech to a NCAA championship game. And he was, you know, he was a juggernaut in Lubbock. I mean, no matter what you think of Beard, the guy can flat-out coach. What I don't recall, Aaron, is how much Ole Miss got Beard for. We'll have to take a peek at that. That would be interesting because I would, you would think, you would kind of hope, given what he was involved with, that uh, – that they wouldn't go crazy, you know, it wouldn't just, but uh, I, I'll have to look back at those numbers. But uh, interesting, Grant heads out to um, Texas Tech. He met his wife out there. His wife, I saw her on the court last night. Um, CeCe and um, his son Beckett was that great North Texas fan with the, uh, with the, with the mullet going and just a tremendous fan of the team and likes to rip that shirt off. And he's, you can already tell the guy's kid's a great young athlete. Um, but, uh, but yeah, kind of fun, fun to see. And UNT, um, ball reports, will hire Grant's uh, top assistant, Ross Hodge, I believe is, is his name. I don't know Ross, but people think that he had a huge role in what Grant did and is is a tremendous coach. So I think it's a a really good and smart move by UNT to try to keep going down this path. I think when you try to kind of start over and get a different personality, I'll just say this job is way better job than it was when Grant took over. I mean, way better. They're winning like 29, 30 games on an annual basis now. Okay, that was not even close to when he got there six years ago all right Aaron what else do you have sir you were asking about his North Texas contract up until last year he was making about uh, uh, he was making 850,000 but they reworked his contract at the end of last year so his uh, salary for this season was 1.1 million making him the first North Texas basketball coach to earn over a million dollars in a season but 
as we were talking about, the Texas Tech job is paying three times as much almost. So he was making $1.1 million this year at North Texas. The women's Final Four is tonight, starting with the first game at 6 o'clock. It is your best friend, Kim Mulkey, and the third-seeded LSU Tigers taking on Virginia Tech. And then in the nightcap and in the game, I think that everybody is looking forward to Caitlin Clark and second-seeded Iowa taking on Aaliyah Boston and top-seeded and undefeated South Carolina at 8 o'clock on ESPN. You know what I resisted asking Kim when we had lunch today is uh, at what I call it, Aaron, wing bucket. <laughs> she told me to meet her at <laughs> yes. wing bucket, which is chicken tenders and fries. and Yeah. She said, Aaron, that she had seen wing bucket out the window of the LSU team hotel last night and, and wanted to go over there, but it was already closed. So she had really been thinking about that. And uh, and that's how we ended up at Wing Bucket. And our man Johnny was with us, too. Boy, Johnny has been by her side for a long, long time. And he's a he's a fun guy, a tremendous guy. And I, uh, I've seen him on the sideline forever. And today was honestly the first time I'd gotten to hang out with Johnny. I've known Kim for a long time. But uh, fun to visit with uh, Johnny. You know, the first time, Aaron... I needed to get Kim on to roll out the red carpet for the new show on ESPN Central Texas. The Mosley Show was going to debut at 10 o'clock in the morning several years ago. And, of course, the great Jim Turner out there at Jim Turner Chevy uh, calls Kim. Says, hey, hey, you got to go on with Mosley today. And Kim's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And uh, so as we as we made the big debut, um, Kim Mulkey was with me. And then Aaron, as you can imagine, the the other guy who, you know, loves having guests on that was on the on the station. We would just go throw haymakers at each other. Like which guest we could get, you know, back in the day. It was kind of fun. Competition's not the worst thing in the world. All right. Always I still say hello to him, in fact. All right. Uh it is the uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Aaron, do you have another college athletics nugget for us? One more before we get to our guest. Coach Dickie Collin and the Baylor women's basketball team picked up a big transfer earlier today. 6-3 post Madison Bartley from Belmont, who averaged 14 points and five rebounds and was first-team Missouri first-team Missouri Valley All-Conference announced via social media earlier today that she is transferring to Baylor. So, a big, uh, sorry, a little caught there, a uh, big area of need in the post. Uh, they got some help with that from uh, the transfer from Belmont, Madison Bartley. Okay, and uh, good for Nikki Collin and the Bears. Belmont known for putting out great musicians. I've known it more for its men's basketball, but I guess they play a, a nice brand of women's basketball as well. 6-3 post player. Very dominant in that, uh, what is that, oh, MWC, whatever conference that is that uh, Belmont plays in. Good, good deal. All right, Aaron, I do now know what Kim's wearing tonight, and it does have some 
Oh, it's got flowers on the sleeves. Okay. All right. Let's do some. Uh, let's talk about the NIT champions of America. The mean green. Do you believe in the mean green? The uh, legendary voice of UNT, Dave Barnett, joins us next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Pre-owned anniversary sale savings right now at the 24th anniversary sale at Richard Car Motors. Qualified buyers can get a 2014 Cadillac CTS sedan for only $196 a month or a 2019 Buick Convention for only $311 a month or drive off in a 2017 GMC Sierra 1500 SLT Crew Cab for only $392 a month. 100% approval is our goal. Call, log on, or get here now for 24th anniversary savings at Richard Car. At Richard Car, we give Qualified buyers at 5.49% for 72 months with $5,000 down cash or trade. TTL Extra. See dealer for details. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Hi, everybody. It's Jimmy with Advanced House Leveling. I just wanted to say thanks for everything you've done for us and our family over four decades. And I'm the funny, goofy dude on the radio, but this is kind of serious because your homes are serious. Nothing's funny about a foundation problem. If you do have a problem, give us a call, 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com, and we'll do our best to protect your house. And once again, thanks, y'all. Introducing the new B.O.B., Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. 
Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Maya Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Dave Barnett, longtime friend, longtime voice of uh, North Texas, University of North Texas, the Mean Green, has flown back from Vegas. And he didn't even really need a jet to do it. Um, Dave, uh, c- c- congratulations. Very, um, very exciting day. Now, what was the uh, – did some did some folks there in Denton or at Alliance Airport where the team was uh, landing, did did some folks make their way out there to, uh, to greet the team plane? Um, well, travel was um... – kind of made up on the fly because so many people <laughs> from school came out to Las Vegas, so they had to get a bigger charter, and that meant uh, the bigger plane had to land at a different airport and then bus uh, the players and everybody to the uh, smaller airport at Denton, and that's where, yeah, the, the Mean Green Maniacs, uh, the uh, student fan uh, collection, was there to greet them along with a battery of cameras. All four of the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth TV stations were there, so yeah, it's it's been... Um, been quite a whirlwind uh, last 24 hours or so. I mean, you sound like you got rest, though. I mean, this is not a, a guy that's been in Vegas and stayed up all night celebrating. Uh, I guess it's just you have to, you know, a radio professional that you are. Uh, I hear no strain in the voice that um, suggests that you stayed up really late <laughs> last night. Well, here's my history in Vegas, okay? Um, <laughs> first first trip was with the uh, Mavericks when, believe it or not, the Utah Jazz used to play some games in Las Vegas when they couldn't sell out in Salt Lake. And so um, got there in time to watch the Raiders-Redskins Super Bowl uh, on the TVs in the MGM Grand, and uh, I made my way to the nearest casino, yanked a poker machine. On my second pull, I got a royal flush. And uh, ding, ding, ding for about 30 seconds, all the money pouring out of the machine. (laughs) And I learned later that the chances of a royal flush in someone's lifetime is like one in five million. So I used up all my lifetime luck on my second pull, my first trip ever to Vegas. So I don't know. I don't I don't uh, I don't haunt the casinos in the wee hours. Give me a give me a ballpark figure for what that amount was. I mean, that's that's pretty Uh, amazing. I was probably playing quarters. I don't remember. I mean, my first time in, I'm not playing $10 chips. And I think the payoff for a quarter was 80 bucks. 
And in 1984, that was a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was ringing it out, and everybody's looking around to see who's yeah. up. Who struck it rich over there? I like it. And, uh, boy, Dave Barnett, I, I, I saw you in the background. Apparently, I gave you credit for somebody else's jacket. But I have been seeing that jacket show up at the different sites. I mean, that is a uh, – I think your your broadcast buddy, you know, Hank – uh, who people have heard also calling uh, UNT football, basketball, other things over the years. That That's a good – you know, at first glance, it kind of looks like that old Boston Celtics green. You know, I got to say, like, that's what grabs me. I'm like, wait, is that a Celtics? And then it dawns on me. I'm like, no, no, that's a mean green UNT jacket. And now, that yeah. to me, that would get a little warm wearing a, something like that to call the call the game in. Were you getting a little toasty in that jacket? That, I was not wearing that. That was my partner, Hank Dickinson's jacket. That was yeah, Hank. Okay. I thought, yeah. yeah, I read the tweet and thought, <laughs> that's funny. I just I just assumed, I saw a broadcaster and thought, that's Dave. Okay. So it was Hank that wears that thing. Okay. I apologize well, to Hank. I finally figured yeah. it out. Well, basically by request at this point, because it's brought nothing but good luck. So uh, he wasn't about to retire it. Uh, and yeah, it's kind of a one of a kind. It, it does look like the old, you know, fifties Celtics letter jackets, you know, kind of the lettering and definitely the Kelly green. So yeah, it, it was definitely an eye catcher behind the, uh, uh-huh. the two. well, Dave, where does this in your mind rank among UNT? Uh, I'm thinking back and you've been, to, you've been going to these games for a long time. I would think basketball wise the Purdue win in the in you know that's hard to top because of boy just meant a a ton to the program it was a huge moment but then to win an NIT championship I mean it felt great it's on ESPN Um, I mean I think the whole place has gotten behind it I mean it just it's kind of remarkable does this feel like a a top four or five moment in in UNT sports history I think it's top one, actually. Okay. I, I don't think you can compare anything that's that's ever been achieved before, um, because you know, in six years, Grant McCaslin has won twelve NCAA postseason games, NCAA tournament, NIT, two NITs, ran the table this year, uh, and then won the CBI his first year after he inherited an eight team, um, and so you know he had gotten the fans used to the idea that this is a program that can, you know, become a regular uh, feature of postseason basketball. Uh, unfortunately, in Conference USA, it's been a one-bid league. This year, should have been a three- or four-bid league. Uh, but the run, the length of the run, uh, the fact that, you know, it included wins at Oklahoma State, win in Vegas over Wisconsin, you know, the teams that normally get NCAA bids or from the conferences that load up on the bids. Uh, I think that's incredibly satisfying to the fan base. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's two really solid weeks of attention and, uh, you know, ESPN exposure, uh, which has been fairly hard to come by over the years for the major programs here. So, yeah, I think in terms of the, the overall reaction of the university, the fans, the city of Denton, the students themselves, uh, I think this tops anything that any sport has ever pulled off at UNT. What was the watering hole, do you think, where most people in Denton were taking this in? I bet there were several. Uh, Denton's got several sports bars. I think I saw one in something called maybe the Green Room, which is a good name for a UNT 
area bar or something. Uh, I bet you were kind of enjoying watching everybody, you know, kind of say where they were, what what watch party and all that. Because I had people asking, could they join me for my watch party? You know, it just it's always a little, you know, strange to be like, well, I don't know you, but yeah, come on over to the house and watch the game <laughs> with me. <laughs> but um, I, I, I bet I bet that's been fun. What what is kind of known as the the best place to watch a game like that in the Denton area? Um, well, there's a place called East Side that's uh, just off the downtown square, um, probably a mile from campus, if that. That has an outdoor area. Um, they put up a big screen, and uh, every time I would see something on Twitter or Facebook, you know, mm. people they were going nuts. Um, so there were a few of those off campus. The Union Building has a big, um, you know, kind of dining performing area called the Syndicate. They had the game up there on campus. So I think there were several, but those were probably the two hot. Dave Barnett joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Boy, that that had to be with Grant McCaslin and everything circling about him, and obviously news comes out today that he's headed to uh, to Texas Tech. And we kind of knew it's where that was heading, but I still think Dave that makes it even more impressive that this team, Grant, everybody, you know, he just you've seen it happen and it go a different direction when all these rumors are circulating. One report came out right before y'all were going to play against Oklahoma State. I didn't even like the way that was worded. And 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 yet it didn't – the team just kept focused. It didn't really let that dominate. Um, what do you credit that to? Is that Grant? Is that just a combination of things? Because it doesn't always work out like that. It's It's a lot of him. I mean, really everything in this program comes from him and just the force of his personality and who he is. He, he is the most selfless person I've ever dealt with in sports. As you know, sports is not a place uh, where you find people with little egos. Uh, and Grant has no ego. That is not an exaggeration. I asked his father once, uh, has he always been like this? Because every time I've tried to compliment him or you know say something he did went well, he always reflects that praise onto his staff, onto the players, everybody but himself. Uh, and his dad said, oh, he's always been like that as a little kid. You know, he didn't have a great game. All he wanted to talk about was his teammates. So that's been the tone set from the top. Um, the, he, he reminds me of Greg Popovich, who I spent you know, years with, with the Spurs, in that what they uh, build their success on is the entire person, not just basketball talent. If you don't have the type personality that will fit in these locker rooms, then you're not going to be recruited. You're not going to be drafted uh, by Pop. You've got to be over yourself. That's Pop's great phrase for having no ego. And so those are the people that Grant has assembled. That's his staff. That's his players. Um, and, in, and when they lost the UAB in the conference tournament semifinal, uh, they were devastated, but immediately the resolve was, okay, well, let's just go win the NIT. And lo and behold, that's what they did. So as the rumors were popping up about Grant, you know, I don't know if he ever addressed it with the team other than to say, well, yeah, you know, other schools are recruiting you guys too. You know, that mm -hmm. goes on all the time in layup lines. So it's part of the atmosphere of college basketball right now. I think it's also because they were so single-minded on – Pulling this off, you know, which they did last night. And it it just, it was never a factor that I ever saw in any of the meetings, um, being on the buses, planes. 
they they you know may have known yeah he may be going but it was absolutely no factor at all and I think part of it is because they figured well Ross Hodge is going to take over and Grant has has pretty much considered Ross his co-head coach Grant talks to the team as much if not more than than Grant does sometimes uh, Ross has that kind of pull he is always gotten the credit from Grant as being the defensive guru, the architect, two years in a row now leading the nation in scoring defense. And so the continuity will be there. Who knows how many assistants will go to Lubbock with Grant. But the fact that I think the players knew that the torch would be passed to Ross Hodge, uh, I think put a lot of minds at ease if they were worried about it in the first place. And I never saw any indication that they were. I'm glad Grant is easier to interview than Pop. Um, you you probably were. <laughs> you, During games, <you>, yeah. <laughs> well, even after for the, the rest of us, now I think you had the kind of relationship with Pop where he was probably somewhat comfortable around you and that kind of thing. But he can be uh, he can be a bit prickly under the best of circumstances. And of course, Grant is not really wired like that at all. But I do find that fascinating that you found that 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 what you were just talking about that they have in common. Now these players, what about like Tyler Perry? I mean, it's so interesting. Comes from a JUCO, lightly recruited from a from a small place in Oklahoma, and yet nobody loves the big stage more. Nobody, I mean, just lives for it. Wants the ball in his hands, wants to take the final shot, usually delivers. Um, what a remarkable story. And and he, of course he's got the funny name uh, because it, it it's the same name as a as a well known actor slash director, but of course he spells his name differently. T y l o r this our Tyler at U uh, N T. What was he like when he first came in, and 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 what have you seen him sort of grow into over these last couple seasons? He is um, the friendliest, most not unassuming. Uh, young man you'll ever meet in your life you would if you just sat next to him at a restaurant or something you'd never have any idea he is the superstar college athlete uh in that way he is the ultimate grant mccaslin recruit uh no d1 offers out of high school he was told by d1 coaches uh you're a d2 point guard i don't think you can play at the d1 level and so this is you know, the, the type of players that Grant has gathered over the years, his best players had no Division One offers. Best players on that team that beat Purdue in the NCAA, no one wanted them out of high school. Um, Grant and his staff are so plugged into the JUCO level, they find these guys, and they not only find them uh, knowing that they can play, they find them knowing that their personalities are going to mesh. Um, and, and the main thing that that they all have in common, and this is tailored to a T, is that they are gym rats. They live for basketball. They live to get better. Tyler would go shoot on his own every night. So all those 30-footers he's throwing up, there's no telling how many thousands of hours have gone into those. Uh, that's who Grant recruits. You know, guys who have chips on their shoulders, who know they're better than the world thinks they are, and he gives them the format to show that. What what is Tyler doing after he shoots the three? Isn't it always interesting? He when he pulls that thing from way out there, like you're talking about. There's always something he kind of does with his hand. It's almost like he's a he's a showman. That's funny that he's that unassuming because you'd never know it by the style he plays with. You know, you'd think, well, this guy's going to be the life of every party. Um, 
You know what I'm talking about? There's almost like a flare that he has. Like when he shoots yeah. the three, he there's almost a little po- post shot thing that he does. And and I and I don't know. I don't know what to compare it to, but I have. You know what I'm kind of talking about? Uh, I, a couple times I've seen it, especially after the, you know his bigger shots, his game winners. Um, I I've never asked him about that. It may be just yeah. his little, you know, his, his kind of uh, thumbs up to himself. I don't know. I got or, you. You know that one worked. I'm I'm not really sure, but um, you know when I say he's unassuming, that that's not to say he's quiet. He's very bubbly. I mean, this entire flight, two hours in the back of his charter, was nothing but the players singing and and <laughs> rapping to each other. And probably right in the middle of that. Um, you know, so he's um, you know, he's just he's the guy that you would want to be your son, your son-in-law, your brother, your coworker eventually your boss, your coach, I just, you know, and, and he's emblematic of all the players that Grandma Gaslin has recruited here and the type of players he's going to recruit to love it. Have you grown fond of any, uh, any, any, any rap music or anything, Dave, do they ever get you involved in any, whether it be some of the, some of the dancing or maybe uh, belting out a couple of rhymes? Have, have you ever done it? Because uh, with that rich baritone that you have, I think it'd sound pretty good. I think my only role as a musical consultant to the team, I think they, they could benefit from exposure to um, DV Wonder, the Ohio players. Um, you know, that's more my era. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I watch and I listen, and uh, most of it is uh, kind of incomprehensible to me. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm not a musical consultant in any way. I got you. Before. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was happy for all of y'all, but boy, you in particular, uh, having known you all these years and having to watch Grant and uh, Grant will do great out there. I wish all these Baylor people wouldn't go, you know, in, into the Big 12. I mean, Tang's unbelievable. Grant will go out to Tech now. The Scott Drew tree is very impressive. And uh, Wichita State has Paul Mills. And uh, it's just it's kind of it's kind of amazing. And I again, there's other trees that have more branches, um, you know, the guy at West Virginia, of course, you know, has has quite a few when you start looking at it. But uh, Bill Self and others have had a lot of guys uh, go on. But uh, Grant, just um, there is that egoless thing you were talking about. Some of that comes from Scott. Now, I'm not saying Grant doesn't have some of that naturally. I'm trying to think back when I knew Grant when he was playing at Baylor, if he had a lack of ego i think those players had a lack of ego uh dave because they weren't winning any games <laughs> at well, Baylor. My, my, um, <laughs> what, what i have been uh, told about grant as a player at baylor is that um he was the walk-on that no one wanted to have guarded <laughs> in practice because he was i mean he's the feisty five eight kid you know, who uh, no one thinks can play. And uh, his motto is the toughest team wins. So that's how he was as a player, you know, the playing opportunities he got. And that's his um, philosophy as a coach. So I I think I would love, he's the kind of guy that you would love to have as a teammate. And you probably would have hated to have to play against him. Yeah. And I think Harry Miller has some story about that. There's some, there's some great stuff out there. Well, Dave, um, Take a nap. I mean, this whole thing has been a lot of fun. Sissoko just becomes like a folk hero 
out of nowhere. You know, Abu uh, sadly wasn't a, a part of this run because of whatever, you know, personal thing he was tending to. And yet that's kind of the mentality of this team. Um, Sissoko steps up and makes huge defensive plays. And, oh, by the way, he's not that bad of an offensive player. Now, of course, he didn't call glass when he banked in a shot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was, I think we were all kind of like, no, don't do it, don't do it. And then he banks it in. But uh, we'll take it. We'll take it. Well, and this team is a remarkable, Dave, in the fact that when it's close, um, they always seem to find a way, which is when you go to their overtime record, what is it, Dave? You'll know. Isn't it something insane, like 8-1 and one or 9-1 and one over the last couple of years? Uh, that sounds right, yeah. I, I remember very few overtime losses. Yeah, yeah, I don't have it in front of me, but yeah. Yeah, that sounds exactly right. All right. Well, I was out opening day, man. I still think of you when I'm out at the ballpark or at, and uh, out at the new ballpark for opening day, and that was a wild one, 11-7 with the Rangers. But, hey, congratulations, and uh, always fun to visit with you, and I really, uh, really appreciate you uh, being on, and I hope you'll be like the grand marshal of the uh, parade if they have one there in Denton. <laughs> uh, I'll pass that along if there's a parade being organized. I'll refer them to you. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be leading that thing. I'll just be waving at you as you come by. All right, Dave, uh, have a great one, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Anytime, Matt. All right. There he goes, Dave Barnett, the uh, voice of UNT Athletics, football, basketball, the whole thing. And uh, just kind of you recognize his voice because he's done SWC football, Big 12, and he was the voice of the Rangers, and he was with the Spurs, and he was with the Mavericks before that. And his voice always sounded just like that when he was a 25- or 30-year-old guy. And now, I don't know, Dave's probably in his 60s, but still doing a great job for uh, UNT, and they've put out a lot of great broadcasters over the years. Okay, now we got to be kind of quick today because we got Baylor baseball coming up. So we will, uh, we will take a uh, – We'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back with a uh, couple of breaking news items for you in the dismount. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll look at a chock-full weekend of Baylor Athletics, including top-ranked and undefeated acrobatics and tumbling, hosting number two Oregon in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and so Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Just as it's heating up on the courts, and so are the deals during Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $8,250 plus $500 to first responders. Or get 1.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the custom vehicle of your dreams. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. 
And welcome back. It is a typically busy weekend in the spring in Baylor athletics. Baylor softball hosting Kansas in Big 12 play beginning tonight at 630 at Gatterman Stadium. It is a goal-goal match tonight for Baylor, Kansas softball, 630 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch tonight on 101.3 FM television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. They'll conclude the series playing at 2 p.m. on Saturday and noon on Sunday. While Baylor baseball goes on the road to Kansas, they'll play tonight at 6, tomorrow at noon, and Sunday at 1, all three games right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's tennis on the road twice this weekend at Texas Tech tonight at TCU on Sunday. Men's tennis home for a couple of matches tomorrow. UT Rio Grande Valley at home at 11. Texas Tech in their home conference opener tomorrow at 6. And that means a goal-goal match tomorrow, part of Alumni Weekend in Waco for Michael Woodson and Baylor men's tennis. Track and field runs at the Texas Relays all weekend in Austin. And acrobatics and tumbling puts its undefeated record on the line against the Oregon Ducks tomorrow at 5 o'clock in the Farrell Center. lot of ties between Baylor and Oregon and head coach Felicia Mulkey. I, I have an affinity for Oregon because I was there and I'm grateful that they gave me the opportunity. But I mean... I like to beat them, you know. I mean, they're the other green and yellow, green and gold team, right? So, but I think they're they compete at a really high level, which pushes us. And um, I think they feel the same way. I think they enjoy competing against us too. So it's fun. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for them and their coaching staff. They look so much better than they did last year. This is Taylor's second year there, and she's doing a great job. So I'm excited to see what they bring. You know, I recruited her, okay. and then I I left. So I. Her freshman year was my first year at Baylor, um, but I did not get a chance to coach her. She's great. She's a great athlete and a great human, and I think she's doing a great job up there. I say great a lot, but, you know. Top-ranked and undefeated Baylor hosting number two Oregon tomorrow at 5 in the Farrell Center in acrobatics and tumbling. It is dollar admission day and a great crowd expected for Baylor and Oregon acrobatics and tumbling tomorrow beginning at 5 in the Farrell Center. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More Monday. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. March Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks, we will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Hi, my name is Russ, and I work for Wackert Realtors with local offices in Waco and China Spring. I've lived in the Waco area for 20-plus years, and as an Army combat veteran, I understand the needs and concerns veterans and active duty have when it's time to find your dream home. My specialty is veterans, but I'm here to help all, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I've got you covered. Call Russ at 512-417-9772. Salute to all veterans in Central Texas. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. My house has a new Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct an exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm has an office in Waco on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayatfuels.net. That's mayatfuels.net. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. A nine-run fourth inning helped the Texas Rangers to an 11-7 opening day win over the Philadelphia Phillies. Robbie Grossman and Brad Miller each homered in the game. A ninth-inning home run by Jordan Alvarez got the Astros close, but they left the tying run on base and a 3-2 loss to the White Sox. Game two of that series tonight at 7-10. Baylor baseball is on the road this weekend at Kansas. You can hear all three games on ESPN Central Texas. Tonight's game starts at 6, and Saturday's game has been moved to noon. Baylor softball is also playing Kansas this weekend with those games at Getterman Stadium. Tonight's first pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear those games on Cool 101.3 FM. There will be baseball and softball at Bosque River Ballpark tomorrow. The Highlanders and High Lassies are both hosting North Central for a doubleheader starting at noon. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is the dismount? Sad to have to say goodbye a little, uh, a little early today because we have Baylor baseball on the way. They're in Lawrence, not going to play Kansas. And really on that Friday night last week, golly, man, they had a jumped out to a big lead over Oklahoma State, just couldn't bring that thing home. And the pokes are really good. And it's going to be a long season in the Big 12, but they'll keep fighting. And same thing with the uh, softball. Had a lead over Oklahoma State, let it get away from them. And uh, I know Oklahoma State was real proud of that sweep or whatever, but uh, Glenn will have them ready. I mean, they'll just keep – they're fine. They're back this season. They just happen to play in the toughest conference in the uh, the country. Stop me if you've heard that one before in other sports. All right, we do have a the women's Final Four starts up tonight. And – LSU goes in there at 32 and 2 against Virginia Tech arrives 31 and 4 and they'll be uh, Virginia Tech will be looking to, to slow down the the woman they call uh, the Bayou Barbie Angel Reese and then in the other game I mean it's it's going to be it's going to be big because Iowa has Caitlin Clark. And they they did this thing on ESPN where they ranked the players that are in this, uh, in the Final Four, like 1 through 25. And Caitlin Clark, six-foot junior, of course, is number one. 27 points per game, seven rebounds, 8.6 assists per game. And people love watching her. She was named the most outstanding player of the Seattle uh, Four Regional. And she made elite uh, eight history by recording the first 40-point triple-double in an NCAA tournament game. That's men's or women's. So she loves the big stage. And even even big-time defensive teams like Colorado and Louisville, uh, Louisville could not um, shut her down. Leah Boston, who I saw today in person is number three and that angel reese the bayou barbie is number two six foot three sophomore uh from lsu and uh, the first the top virginia tech player is georgia uh Amore. she's a five foot six uh, junior guard all right let's watch some uh women's basketball tonight have a great time have a great weekend we'll see you monday at four o'clock thank you aaron good night everybody it's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here again is John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, the NCAA Final Fours for the men and the women this weekend in Houston and Dallas. No Big 12 schools are involved, but some Big 12